Howdy and welcome to Christian Radio. My name is Christian Heiner and this is my show. On this episode, I chat with my friends Kim Talbot of Loxa Engineering. Uh, it's kind of catching up with her, seeing what's going on with the Loxa folks. And my good buddy Cody Sauer over at Condoc. Condoc uh, is a local Boise uh, software company dedicated to helping uh, contractors and architects uh, keep better track of what they're doing and communicate better. So anytime you get to chat with these guys, it's super fun. And uh, listen in and I'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, everyone. Hey, Internet. Welcome to uh, another episode of Christian Radio. Um, I'm Christian, joined here by Kim and my good friend Cody. Um, what's up, guys? Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Doing good, good morning. doing good. Just drinking some coffee out of a Locksaw engineering mug. As you should. <laughs> no, not as cool as my unicorn. It is, it, it is not a unicorn, no. <laughs> I'm feeling no, kind of left not. out here. You know. Yeah. At least I got the coffee. Right? So, so right before we kind of started here, we were talking about a show. And it's not—it's one that I'm not super familiar with. Cody obviously knows what it is—the hot, hot ones. Hot ones. Yeah, my only favorite reference is from Saturday Night Live when Maya Rudolph was playing Beyonce, like sweating, and oh, Beyonce thinks the wings are, are hot or whatever. Like, we should do something like that here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What What is something that we could do that would be like, you know, construction or engineering, development, real estate related? I, I don't. Anything you kind of intertwine the two would be entertaining. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, I brought cookies today, so if you guys want to right. chime in on some cookies, I'll, can, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try. A little taste test. I'm, I'm I'm a little apprehensive of a grain-free cookie, but you well, know. I got some grain. Don't I got some grain ones. Judge the Extra grain-free gluten cookie, <laughs> No, I'm I, I am lucky that I tolerate the gluten. I I, I more than tolerate it. Like Not I, all I require of us it. Are yeah. as right. gifted I'll take in that area. <laughs> take your side of gluten you know we actually talked about in our office just for fun because you know i mean you, you need like extracurricular activities in right. the office but we've talked about doing there's a um ramen like spicy ramen challenge you can do yeah where you know you can buy those bowls in oh, the yeah. store that are oh, like yeah. yeah super spicy and doing like different levels of the spicy ramen yeah we could do that oh yeah that's that's not a bad idea i mean really I mean, I like it. Yeah. Do we really need a reason? No, I no, mean, we we don't. We don't. We we do not. <laughs> we do not. I, we can figure something real. out. Maybe maybe uh, in, introduce some sort of local cuisine into the mix. Or Seriously, something. no, that'd be fun. That'd be super fun. So so Cody, man, what's what's new with you guys? What's new at Condoc? What's new at uh, the Armagesis? Uh, so uh, we're actually so Condoc's actually um, big things, big changes. It's been a, a it's an awesome uh, first two quarters. Actually, we're we're in the third quarter now. Uh, yeah. It's, it's I can't believe it's blown by. The summer's been awesome. Um, we've got a lot of new uh, clients, a lot of new features. Nice. New features um, uh, that have j we've just released and we're releasing currently. So we've got um, a new service for subcontractors as well. So they can all uh, they can do um, internal private plan markup, measurements, takeoffs, um, uh, daily reporting, uh, just for subcontractors, regardless of what the general contractor is using. So they can nice. communicate and, and stream nice. communication. Um, and uh, you know, they can do all their, uh, you know, communication basically internally. Uh, that's a, that's a big thing. Right and now. I and I think that's a good point to make that it doesn't matter what system the general contractor is using; they can still use their own Definitely. independently of whatever else anybody's using. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's cool. True. Yeah. Um, so that that's a big one for us. Um, we've got a a, a, a large um, masonry um, uh, a masonry firm basically that uh, out of California, um, Arizona that that just started using us. So we got a couple of local guys interested here too. Um, so that's a big deal for nice, us. Nice. Another thing is uh, we're just releasing a, a new feature for punch lists, um, so uh, GCs can go back and you know they can take care of all their punch lists and um, 
it's it, it's going to be good. It's good stuff. Yeah. So. so they don't have to email a spreadsheet to the subs anymore. What exactly. they need to do. Yeah. Everything's yeah. Everything's digital, nice. uh, instantaneous. Uh, no more you know, no more uh, you know paper. No more you know clipboard stuff. Totally. Yeah, totally. Awesome. It's 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 not an actual punch list anymore. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's actually. Yeah, you're punching with your finger exactly. on a screen. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so big big stuff for us. Uh, we're having a great year. Um, things are rolling, and uh, Condoc's actually kind of rolling it. We were a subsidiary. We're actually rolling into our own company now. So it's it, it's we're scaling, and uh, things are awesome. So that's so killer. Cool. That's super yeah. cool. Kimberly, what's new with you, man? Well, uh, busy, super busy. Uh, you know, like one thing, you know, we hear. I think you probably have heard recently, everything's on back order, right? Mm -hmm. Everything. And I mean, we know in our industry, materials are way out there. But I mean, everything is. I went to get a coffee yesterday. Yeah. Cups. Don't have cups. Don't have, I mean, that's so literally, crazy. you can't. I, I haven't, I haven't experienced right? that yet. That's crazy. Our yeah. offices, we, we went through this too. You had to get a different style of cup and whatever. Yeah. So, crazy. I mean, we're just hearing, you know, like, I mean, obviously it doesn't affect us in our office because we're on the design side of things. So for us, you know, we can do what we do. Sure. Um, By the time you get around to designing and specifying that thing, when it gets oh. time to construction, who knows if it'll be available or right, not. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's no way to predict that really. But, you know, I mean, we, the one thing that Locksaw is really great about is that we, we are um, accessible to our clients the whole way through the project. So, you know, once our piece of the pie is done, that doesn't mean that we're done. We, we're still going to be available for questions yeah. and, um, you know, for the boots on the ground that are on the job site. But, I mean, they're really struggling right now to get their materials. Yeah. Sure, sure. And so, uh, interestingly, though, um, a lot of our projects that are, are modular or more of the off-site construction projects are not struggling as much. Interesting. Is that just because just because of the nature of how they're doing it, where they're procuring so. stuff probably you know you know ahead of time more, yeah. stockpiling more of it because it's just more of the same I stuff, think so. and they, so they just have a better just backlog of or backstock of stuff. I definitely think so. I think when you're purchasing that way, um, you, you know you're not running into those same issues where as you know on a traditional build, obviously you know you're kind of waiting till the <laughs> right till you have to right. you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I heard yesterday that there's some materials for one of our projects uh, is 16 weeks out, okay. like a spe some specific um, connection. See you next year. Yeah, That's 16 crazy. weeks. Do you see it leveling out anytime soon? Or I mean, we're, everybody's kind of watching the trend as, as much yeah. as possible. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Yeah. I, you know, we've really been watching kind of the wood steel situation, the prices, sure. right? Because they were, you know, first wood went crazy and steel was cheaper and then steel went crazy. And then now they're kind of, I think they've kind of leveled out a little bit. Right. And now you can't get right anything that was coming from China. You can't get that. And which to me is a great, a great opportunity for American companies. 100%. Yeah. Like if you step up to the plate. Right. Yeah. If we're going to bring any of that stuff back, now is the time. Now is yeah. the time. No, you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for, yeah. you know. You know how to make steel? Go for it, dude. Right, yeah. Right. Make some steel. Make that, <laughs> you know, little connection that somebody can't get. Totally. But, 
um, you know, that's kind of what we're seeing. So it's not, you know, we're busy. We've got a lot going on. we got projects coming in the door, thankfully. Cool. We're very, very grateful. Cool. And um, we have amazing clients, and we continue to be really blessed with, <laughs> like, building relationships that I think the work that <clears throat> we have put in since 2008 when we had that crash and we worked really hard is paying off now. That's totally, awesome. totally. Yeah. And I, I think um, like that would be the advice I would just give to anybody now is just to keep those relationships as you know, when we're in marketing and business development, yeah. this is what it's all about. Yeah. The relationships mm-hmm. that we work so hard to build, this is this is the time that they are the most important is right now. Yeah, pick up the phone call, reach out to, you know, your relationships and your connections and Oh, absolutely. Um, keep that keep that uh, communication. Well, yeah, and in, in marketing, I mean the say well, I mean, I don't think I'm going to say it quite right, but the saying, you know, kind of the adage has always been if you don't feel like you need to be marketing, like that's when you need to be marketing the most. Yeah. Right. You know, cuz I mean, whenever that peak is, we're oh, we we've got all this work, we'll never not have this work, you know, we're going to live forever. That's when you know, that's when shit kind of dies and when right. stuff, you yeah. know, starts to, you know, either level off or or and, and it's and you want to be marketing and, and be in front of everybody and have all those relationships and everything for when it does start to go down so that you're not, you know, stuck laying everybody off and totally. scramble mode like everybody else. And we've had clients reach out to us, you know, and it, it, interestingly, you know, we work all across the United States and there's different things happening right now across the United States. And we've had clients reach out to us who maybe were doing really well previously and they're struggling right now. And it's okay to reach out to a client and say, hey, you know, do you have any work? You know, I mean, if you totally. have a relationship yeah. with somebody, honestly, it's okay to do that. That's sure. why we're in this business. That's why we do what we do. It's, I mean, I always kind of look at, like, I kind of always liken it to dating a little bit, right? Like, if you have been in this long-term relationship with your client, it's okay to... Give them a call. Yeah, send the email. We're, we're we're comfortable. Yeah, we're just yeah, wearing we're robes right. and hang. We're just wearing robes and hanging out. We just talk about whatever. Yeah, we're not trying to impress each each other anymore. You know, whatever. Like, we don't have any errors now. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna come straight to the point. Yeah. <laughs> just tell me what you're thinking, man. Yeah. <laughs> never hurts to ask. Well, and that's and that's exactly it. Yeah, just yeah, it never hurts to ask. And in kind of the traditional model of, you know, marketing with consultants. <clears throat> you know, excuse me, like, you know, like, you know, a structural engineer or, you know, a civil engineer or whatever, like the traditional model of marketing for the, you know, for the, for those companies is to just go to the architects and just market straight to them. And that's where your work comes from. And you, we get work from them. We do the work, we send it back and, and we move on. And, and I know that's where you guys are so different because you push work actually to architects because of the, the relationships you have that are way more broad than just with these very specific clients. Yes. Right. And so then when, you know, an architect and who knows where, you know, West, wherever, you know, calls you guys like, hey, do you know, you know, is there anything going on? Is there anybody we should be talking to? You know what? We uh, we actually might know some people that, you know, you should maybe talk to about some stuff. Absolutely. Well, I think the, the whole industry is changing. I think all of us are seeing that. And you're right. It used to be there was a way, mm-hmm. right? There was yep. there was a way and you didn't deviate mm-hmm. from the way. And now I think um, the clients a lot of times are an owner, totally. an owner's rep, a developer, and what they really want is a full service team. Yes. They want they don't want to have to go searching for all these players. They just want a a team that's 
you know already yeah. established. established. Yeah, they want to go. They want to go find the team. They want to assemble right. the team, and then they don't want to individually manage each, no. each piece of that team. No. They're looking for one cohesive team. How can we do this as efficiently and quickly as possible? Absolutely. So that way, you know, when my project's done, when my hotel's up, or my you know, whatever this thing I'm developing is, I can start selling stuff, you know, get it leased out, get everybody making money sooner. I mean, that's that's right. the name of the game. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, our whole thing is honestly, at the end of the day, I mean, for structural engineering, the ultimate goal is safety. At the end of the day, what we do is safety. Right. Uh, we, you know, the architects make everything beautiful. And our goal is to make that beautiful building safe. So <laughs> Never fall down. down, yeah. You know, like, we, you know, the, the goal is to not have a tragedy. I yeah. mean, not that, you know, I mean, recently there's been a couple that have happened, and it's really unfortunate. And um, I think that's brought, though, I mean, we kind of always say, like, what we do is sort of minimized in our industry a lot, It's but it's very important. Yeah. And unfortunately... The importance of what we do has been brought to light because of those recent totally, events. totally, totally. Um, and and I mean, with you know, obviously not being a structural engineer in that space at all. I mean, were those you know one the one in Florida specifically that I'm thinking about? Was that I mean, was that a flaw on the part of this of the structural engineer? Is that something that could have been prevented with better, more you know, responsible design or whatever? You know, I don't. I think they're they're still really investigating yeah. that, and I don't. I, I mean, I think it's gonna be a long time before they really have an answer. Really? I think yeah. my personal opinion after like I've really been. I'm such a nerd about this stuff. Like I love construction. I love everything about it. I love the design. I love the building. I love everything. And so when this happened, like I was obsessed because I was like, how the hell yeah. does yeah. this happen? So I've been listening to a lot of these, and there's a lot of engineers that are just kind of have their own podcasts and yeah. talking about sort of what they see and what they think. And um, honestly, I don't think there is one answer. Sure. I think that this was sort of, of like everything like that. It's a calamity of errors. Absolutely. Yeah, it's never just sort one thing. A, totally. Yeah, absolutely. It was sort of a lot of separate small things that added up and it was kind of the led to this effect. one awful thing yeah, yeah okay. it was just uh, in a very serious you know series of unfortunate events that happened and i do believe it could have been prevented yeah. if um probably had they stayed on top of the maintenance is probably what it will come down interesting to. But, interesting but yeah i mean but at the end of the day yes i mean i do think you know when you're talking about a building that's 40 years old yeah. Um, has structural engineering improved? Yes. Has material Im improved? Absolutely. Sure. So in the case like that, when you mentioned maintenance, like when I think of, you know, maintaining a property, maintaining its structural integrity is not something that I think of. Right. How, how like, what does that look like? How do you, how do you even do that? So, you know, I, I had to ask because yeah. I'm obviously not a structural engineer. Yeah. So, um, and that's always my, like when I go to meetings, as you know, when you're business development marketing, you go into the meeting with like disclaimer. Yeah, I'm not an so everybody knows I'm not an engineer. Not here. an engineer. Yeah. We're here yeah. to learn. We're here <laughs> to yeah. not an engineer. Yeah. Um, but you know, I love to learn, and the best way to sell what we do is for me to learn as 100%. much as I can about yeah. it. But um, you know, asking our engineers here, and you know, they taught me about the spalling. Everybody's heard them talk about spalling. What is that? Well. Uh, salt water gets into the concrete. Concrete's very porous. And then the uh, 
rebar that's inside the concrete begins to corrode and as it corrodes it like expands in there and okay. it's, yeah, 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 yeah. and it, the concrete starts to break away and obviously the integrity of that say it's a column that integrity of that column is starting to yeah fail yeah. right yeah. so but there's a lot of ways that they can uh fix that um, they they were telling me there's actually a lot of ways. It looks bad to us, a lay people. Like we look at that and we're like, oh my god, that column's gonna right. <laughs> column's gonna fall down. Get out of the way! And I look at those pictures and I'm like, my god, why didn't they? Like clearly that building was gonna fall down. Yeah, you know, the pictures are terrible. But you know, even our engineers were like, yeah, but it doesn't like nothing. It's those, fine. Yeah, they're <laughs> like nothing that they saw there was like looked imminent. And it's. Because there are ways to fix all of those things. Sure. It, I think it's good, what it does. Until it's down. on the ground, you can still fix it. Right. Yeah. And what it comes down, there's, you know, it's kind of like a, you can't really predict an earthquake, right? Right, right. You can't really predict that totally. something's going to happen like that, um, unless clearly you're starting to see things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of ways you can, you can fix. Hmm. Uh, and and we're seeing that now. I yeah. mean, a lot of those buildings, they're they're. Is that some? I mean, do you in your you know travels as a business development person for Lockstone Engineering, do you talk to you know property managers and folks about that? I haven't. Um, you know, we do have we have projects that we have done here locally. Even yeah, um, you know, it would be rad. Now that, since you guys are Boma members, you should totally come do like a presentation on that yeah. about like, hey, as building owners, here's some stuff structurally you guys should you know as you're maintaining these properties and owning mm -hmm. these buildings some stuff you should probably know and maybe pay attention to a little bit if you're absolutely. not absolutely and we you know like I think there's a lot of value in that yeah you know absolutely we definitely can do that and we also have um here locally you know we do have some historical buildings here sure. and we do have engineers on our staff that specialize in historical preservation interesting cool so Obviously, preservation in itself is super important. It's, yeah. I mean, well, especially here in Boise. Yeah. Like in a lot of places, it is, but we, we take a lot of pride in that we stuff in, here in our here in our town. We really do. But you know, if you're talking even about a historical building, then you add in, you know, not only do you have to maintain the building, but you add in like, I'll give you an example. We did um, some retrofitting for um, Boise High School. Well, it's a historical building, so well we you have to meet seismic requirements, but we sure. can't see any of the, you know, you maintenance. Can't, like you can't see what's inside the wall. Right, like yeah. we, we don't want to see all of these things that you need to do to it. Right. It's a requirement, but we don't want to see it. Sure. Right? Sure. So there were things that we had to do to meet the requirement, but to minimize the visual effect That's fascinating. the building. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, yeah, structural stuff has always fascinated me. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, to me, it is fascinating. I mean, you just even look back, like, thousands of years. Look at the pyramids. Well, wasn't, I mean, wasn't that, like, like truly, like, the first, like, engineering <laughs> discipline was, was civil and structural engineering? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah. total sense. Yep. And it, it is amazing. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I just, like, the, card, the so popular. Sin, yeah. I just... Well, no, I, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting here. Or, I'm, uh, <laughs> your auto loan... If yeah. Inspired, uh, well, I mean, I'm, I've, I've got a couple deals I'm working, so I'm kind of watching my email too. I, no, I, I might jump up and down and get really. Yeah, don't, I might jump up and down and get real excited. What's really crazy is that my phone's usually on silent, and like I'll lose my phone, and then I can't find it because it's on silent. Because it's on silent. Yeah, call my phone. Oh, shit, so, it's on silent. Yeah. For, for a lot of things. Or, or, or you go do like find my iPhone and like I know it's in the house. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I know it's in the house. That's not very helpful. Kim, I got a question for you. Sure. As far as like. Uh, 
structural engineering in the past year, have you seen any sort of techno technology started that come, come into play as far as processes? Um, has, it, has it always kind of been in the realm of um, what you guys do, utilizing technology and moving forward and, and kind of implementing that and moving forward, you know, post-COVID, right? Um, as far yeah. as communication internally, and, and on your projects, uh, yeah. I'm just curious, curious about your take on that. Yeah, so I mean, I think that just in the last several years, we've seen a real uptick right. in the technology used on just projects in general, I think, um, between clients. Um, our firm were, was one of the first ones to start using Revit and Bluebeam. Right. Right. So um, I think most everybody now is using Bluebeam to be able to collaborate with their clients. Or Condoc. Yep. Ideally Condoc, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, blue, blue what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think... Um, Everybody's got their own tool, though. Right. I mean, sure. So for, as long as you're using something, and right? I think, yeah. yeah, I think for, like, on the design side, I think probably Bluebeam is probably more uh, common. Yeah, or it's has definitely been more, been more established for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, but I will tell you an interesting fact during COVID, and it, uh, our staff obviously, you know, we were going to work from home. We had to, you know, quickly figure out how, okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? Wasn't that how fun? Gonna, wasn't like, that so, wasn't right? that so like, fun figuring that shit like, out? Yeah, that was the what best. What are we going to do? How are we yeah. going to talk to each other? You know, so we oh, actually that. Yeah, that was implemented a a chat system that is okay. used for gaming. Okay. So if like you're Twitch familiar with oh. Discord. Oh, did you, you guys were watching a lot of like uh, crime dramas and stuff, right? <laughs> that's what yeah, yeah, we were watching one like that and there were these, these these like dudes wherever like in Europe and that's they were using like some chess game and that's how they would communicate because <laughs> no one would, would ever think to look there. So what's weird is the reason that they chose Discord is because in Discord you can actually they figured out they could send files to one another in Discord. Interesting. So they could, and the files you guys send are not tiny files. No, they're no. not. Yeah. And they were able, they're able to do that. That's so and crazy. And do it like in real time. Look at you and guys. So That's awesome. Our project managers and our um, engineers in training, because you know, I mean, when you're talking about working at home, but you've got staff young staff that is still training. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's people don't think about that. You've got you know, to become an engineer, and this is another thing, when you, you know, you go to your, you know, four-year university, you yeah. come out, and then it's kind of like when you become a doctor. You're not a licensed engineer when you come out of school. Thank you God. Right? You've got <laughs> another. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, oh, you half-assed through school? Cool. Right? Go like, make sure this building doesn't fall down now. now. It's right? time to learn the, the business. Right? right? Like, here you go. Here's your license. So, like, you know, they take several tests to kind of qualify themselves to work mm -hmm. and then from there they have to put in you know three to five years uh, of working on yeah. the job training yeah. if you thousands will, of hours under, or whatever yep, it comes down to under yeah the uh, supervision of licensed professional engineers yeah. real world experience until yeah. they are ready to take their professional engineering exams Okay, to that be makes licensed. Sense. That makes sense. And so it's you know I mean it's a long haul. It is really if you think about it, it's about I mean it's it's really kind of the same length of time as it would be for a doctor. So from the time you probably start college to, to licensure, I mean, you're probably looking at close to 10 years, right? It, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Absolutely. And so you've got young engineers who are needing that supervision. They need that mentorship. Right. Yeah. And we, in our office, you know, you know, 
it's uh, kind of the bullpen situation out there. We've yeah. got it's very open, and so there's a lot of collaboration happening all the time. Yeah. And well, yeah. I mean, as we were getting here, I was walking in with all my podcast stuff. Like, excuse me, excuse me, sorry. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> crowded around like everybody's in different computers and working yeah. on stuff together. Yeah, you know, That's all awesome. the little cubicles, but they're always collaborative in there. And so when you're talking about everyone being individually at home. That really did put a wrench in it, but right. to be Seriously, able to just yeah. be on Discord right. and so they could, in like they could chat one on one, they could send files, they could get into little group chats, they could, which I is mean, super interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. I, I, I've, I've personally seen at Condoc, we've seen an uptick in the newer generations already being, you know. If you think about it, all these kids that have come out of, of college or, or the programs that they're, they've been going through, um, they're a generation that grew up with a device or some sort of technology 100%, already yeah. in their hand. Yeah. They've already had the mindset established to utilize that in everything they do, totally. you know, whether it's it, it's at home or in their in their job life. Um, it, it, it's cool to see that evolution starting to you know form around basically you know the construction industry, yeah. engineering. Well, yeah, and it's yeah. going to change it a ton. Gen Xers like us, right? Like I would so much rather meet in person. Like I can do it this way, you know, because we grew up as kids without you know without right. technology and, and stuff. Yeah, so we have yeah yeah have totally both of them. But yeah, when if it was my choice, dude, I'll meet in person. Oh, yeah. every day of the week, all the time. And they would much rather. Just be texting yeah. or yeah. you know. Well, and I've and I've definitely found that even you know here kind of I don't want to say post COVID because we're just kind of feels like we're still in the yeah. middle of it or whatever. But post you know post twenty twenty, like I've even found myself like with with having meetings with people. I'm like, dude, can we just like zoom real quick? Like. It's almost, and, and a lot of people are asking me that too. Let's just zoom for five minutes. We don't have to drive across town. We don't have to buy a cup of coffee, sit down or whatever. Yeah. Because cause we're talking about this one real specific deal and this thing. So yeah, we can just do that. That's easier. I, I saw a meme yeah. the other day. It's, it's something towards along the lines of, if there isn't food involved in the meeting, yeah. uh, we might as well make this a <laughs> Make it an email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, dude, that's, that's, that's no joke. Yeah. 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 Yeah, not wrong. No. But, well, we have, so we've had a lot of success too in our office. We hire... So we've had, I think now this is the third high school intern. That's awesome. Um, In high school? Yes. That's rad. So we, now we've got one here who is actually in his junior year of, at BSU in, his, in the engineering program. Yeah. He started when he was in high school at... Uh, Mountain View oh, cool. in the engineering program there. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, he would come after school and they would just give him simple stuff like little red lines to yeah. do and yeah. just like whatever. Just you get know. familiar with some stuff. Yeah. Then he, That's then so he, cool. um, once he graduated, he joined our BIM team. Cool. And then started school at CWI and then switched That's over. So That's incredible. But I'm telling you, he is one of our most talented. Yeah, we've we got three. We've got three main. Uh, Developers on Conduct that started out as interns mm -hmm. and now they're they're pretty much running the show. I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, it's it's incredible. And Dude, they I did, from I, high school as yeah. well. Yeah, I didn't know what civil engineering, structural engineering was until I was probably twenty five years <laughs> right. old. I had yeah. no idea. In high school, I didn't know what like, that I was, man. What a great opportunity! If it didn't have wheel, you know, skateboard wheels on it or strings on it, I didn't give a shit it what it was. Right? You know, yeah. What the hell is that? Right. Well, in the one that we just had, he actually just he just left to go to school. But he, and he also was at Mountain View, so shout out to Mountain View yeah. because you guys are doing it right over there. Seriously. But he, you were not kidding. This kid, his name is Cameron. Cameron, if you had a computer problem, right. and I don't care what it was, we all knew, Cameron, 
if, if Cameron couldn't fix it, then it was real broke. <laughs> we need to replace it, it if Cameron can't fix it. Oh my it. God, my computer is dead troops. in the water. Seriously. Somebody send in Cameron. Where's Cameron? Like, <laughs> literally, this kid is so talented. That's amazing. Absolutely, That's cool. like, and he's uh, looking to go into um, either robotics engineering or I believe might be more electrical interesting that's awesome. look at you guys seriously a man positive yeah. impact on the community and yeah that's what it's all about that's that's, that, that's awesome. so cool that's, that's yeah great. yeah well it's cool that we we have that opportunity to work with you know you know younger generation and get those perspectives you know, between the the older guys and you know we're kind of in the middle there but you know it's it it's it's cool yeah it's fascinating. That, yeah that's yeah. super cool good for you guys yeah and thank god for those kids i'm telling you oh like yeah I, I've, I'm very quickly becoming, and you may feel the same way, I'm very quickly becoming that old person that's like, here, <laughs> can you too. fix Straight my, like, dude. I don't know how to program this, like, I don't know how to run right. the um, remote to the TV. Like, I used to laugh at... <laughs> Seriously. No, dude. But I'm, yeah. yes. This you is a real problem. You should have to work my InstaFace and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. TikTok like, what? You know, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, it's Twitter. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I'm, I, you know, I, I feel like, yeah, I've always been in between there. Like, I can function better than some of the older generations, but then now I'm like, I know I'm old when I'm totally disconnected from the newer technology. Well, it makes right? me wonder, like, you know, when we, you know, when we were kids, whatever, never even, like, the thought of having this, like, yeah. never would have entered our minds. Like, yeah. who, like, no way. Especially with my, my first phone, the Nokia. The yeah. yeah. The Dude, I had the big, like, Flip Ericsson <laughs> one, you know, in like, in like 1999 or 2000, whatever awesome. it was. Awesome. Uh, so it makes me wonder, like, what will, what will this technology be, you know, Wait, wait, yeah, when our, when our, you know, when my kids, your kids are older, like, right. like it's gonna be like a fucking like some crazy, yeah, yeah, some hologram machine or whatever, man. Yeah, who knows? That's awesome. Well, you know, and I, and, and then we will be asking them how to use it because I won't, I won't learn it. I mean, I'm guaranteed. Still pretty upset that we don't have Jetsons flying cars. Seriously, but it's more common. upset that I don't have Rosie to clean my house. The, which would be amazing. The one thing, honestly, and I'm being totally serious, you guys. The one thing that I'm super bummed about that we don't have that I was told as a kid we would have were hoverboard skateboards I from from Back to the Future. Remember I, those? Like, legit. Yeah. They yeah. How we like, now is still those still hoverboards sketch. are bullshit. They have yeah. wheels that touch the ground. Yeah. That is not That's a hoverboard. Not a hover. Don't so. <laughs> By that logic, any skateboard Excuse can be called me. a hoverboard. Hover does not mean touching the ground. No, no, that's ridiculous. Well, I, my thing is, is like, yeah, that's great. And if they come out with this, that's cool. I'd be stoked all about it. But whether it has wheels or hovers, I'm still going to break my hip if I jump on one of those things. <laughs> yeah, if I fall off of it, I'm still going to get really hurt. Yeah. But for, for the, 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 and, the and the older we now, get, the likelihood of us falling off of it is, is exponent. The, that curve <laughs> is doing yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll just be as horrible on that hoverboard yeah. than I would have been. But I want to hover so bad. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Dude, that hoverboard that, that, yeah, that Martin well, McFly had was so dope. Here's the thing. In my mind, 1990 was like 10 years ago at a minimum. No, I, I mean, yeah. like... Oh my god, dude! I it saw like seriously. I I saw a meme the other day. Yeah. Like 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 when you know in 1999, like whatever year was as far ago as you know it is now. Yeah. yeah. And I was I like, saw, what? I saw that one too. I saw that too, and I was like, I, that's I, so true. I saw it, and I was like, bullshit. But I did the math, and it was true. <laughs> it was true. Yeah. Because I was like, that's not right. There's yeah, no way. It was true. That's I was when like, you know you're getting old. oh my god, dude. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's just sick. 
insane. They did. They did create the Nike came out with the self lacing shoes though. Oh, that's true. The, you know, I didn't see that. How did yeah, I miss that? They do. Yeah, yeah they actually. Th- those do are, have those them. are. That's a real thing. How did I miss yeah. that? Now I don't know what the price tag is on that or what. It doesn't even matter. Expensive. Nike, but, uh, take my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly right. Money. So they're halfway there. They're almost to the hoverboard. Yeah. Right? So. Dude, the hoverboard, man. We'll see. We'll the see hoverboard. I was. I was told myself that it didn't matter. You know what it cost or like where I had to go to get it. When the hoverboard comes out, I will buy one. And now I will buy one for me and all my children. Right. Uh, all, all my children, my two, my, my two children. And and when a new, when Volkswagen finally actually comes out with a new Volkswagen bus, I will sell, that trade in whatever I'm driving at the time, and I will buy that. That thing is badass. Have you seen this? Yes. It will be mine. Is it, is it out of the prototype stage now? No. Or they, it is not available no, but, yet, no. But I thought I saw something about it's that. Every, every few years, they keep saying, oh, it's coming out, and it never does. <laughs> they need to bring back the thing. The VW. Dude, straight up, yeah. Those Those are cool. I like the old school ones. Yeah. uh, Yeah, so when I I was a kid, until I was in college, and it just wasn't practical because it was not very reliable, I drove a 1973 Volkswagen bus with the the pop top and the the fold-down bed in the back and the fridge, man. Yeah, so I always told myself that I will will have a new one when it's available, and and someday it will be. I will trade in my pickup tomorrow if that thing comes out. In 1995, I had a baby blue... Volkswagen Squareback with a Billabong. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. I lived on Eighth Street. Legit. I was living the highlight. Dude, life, you don't man. see the Squarebacks around much anymore. No. Every once in a while, man. But yeah, not not very nope. often. Yeah, that's those cool. are those are sick. That's cool. That's that's mm-hmm. awesome. What's what's new with you, Christian? Yeah, I just uh, you know doing real estate deals. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff happening, man. I've got a bunch of stuff. Uh, deals in the works. Deals getting close to closing. And um, there's, I mean. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff happening out there in the world. It's pretty fun, you know. And for me, you know, being on the commercial real estate side of things, like it's it's almost like this like job or profession or whatever you call it was was made for me. Right. I mean, my job now is to help my friends and just pair everybody together and 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 help help people's businesses be more successful. Yeah. You know, and, and be the, and, and if that business is investing in real estate, yep, I can help you with that. If that business is like growing my coffee shop and adding another location, yep, I'm going to help you with that. If it's, you know, I'm trying to move my business out of my garage right now and I need a place to go, I'm going to help you with that. And those are all actual clients that I have right now. That's cool. And, and so what so what I'm working on, you know, a little, a little more specifically is, you know, in, in the world of commercial real estate, there are sort of, I don't know, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of different ways to do it. But what I'm focusing on is is the tenant rep side, which means I'm not out trying, you know, just talking to building owners and trying to, you know, put my sign up and list their buildings. Honestly, that's probably the easier the easier way to go. What I'm finding out for sure, but I like being on the tenant rep side, where my clients, for the most part, are business owners who, like I said, who need to find space, who want to buy a building, and that's who I like to help. You know, as an entrepreneur and a business owner myself, like I want to help those people. That's yeah. incredible, and I yeah. can see you kind of disrupting the the norm there. The, yeah, I, I I have disrupted some things, and I, I've had some super interesting conversations with some people at at some large at some large commercial real estate firms that that don't appreciate what I'm doing necessarily. Their views don't align with they yours. they they do not, and they're and they're a little grumpy about it because you know if you've seen me like on um, you know Instagram or whatever, like my thing is don't call the sign on the door. Right. right. If right. you're a business owner, don't call the sign on the door. If you're right. looking at lease space and you find a space you like and there is, you know, a sign up, don't call the person on that sign. Don't call that person because they're working for the building owner or for the, you know, the landlord. They have no interest in helping you. I want to help that person. So if you find a, if you find a building, you find a space you like, call me. I yeah, will yeah. negotiate. Yeah, I will negotiate on your behalf and make sure you're getting a fair deal. Make sure you know what lease, you know, what you're entering into because the building owner, that, that listing agent, they don't care. They're working for them. And, and the super funny thing about that is, 
for as you as a business owner, it doesn't cost you anything. I'm, an, I'm going to go negotiate on your behalf with the building owner, with the landlord, and then they're going to pay me a commission on top of it. That's incredible. So as a business owner, like my services and that doesn't cost them anything. Most, most of the time, 98% of the time. There, there's, a, there's that one weird deal out there somewhere that, you know, that won't happen or whatever. But 98% of the time as a business owner, yeah, you don't, just like selling a house, right? You sell a house, the, you know, the seller pays the, you know, commissions and, you know, most of the closing costs or whatever. Um, and kind of the same thing in commercial real estate. Yeah. So as a business owner for me to have to help you find a space, advocate on your behalf and help negotiate you a lease, it doesn't cost you anything. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And, and it's a win-win. hundred percent. For, for everybody. For everybody, yeah. really. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, even, I mean, even for the landlord. Like, I'm going to go find yeah. you a good tenant. It's There's probably going to be a friend of mine, somebody that I know. Like, I'm going to put him in a cool building, and yeah, everybody wins. That's awesome. Yeah. That yeah, is keep so doing awesome. What you're doing yeah, it's fun, it, man. It, it yeah. Looks, I mean, it's incredible. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. And I agree. I, think I mean, in, in being in real estate, obviously, you know, I, I don't have a salary. You know, I, I'm not getting paid right now for doing this, you know, um, unless I'm doing deals, you know, I don't get paid. But, you know, as a career kind of trained salesperson, that doesn't scare me. Like, I know I can go out and make deals and do stuff and get paid. So it's, awesome. it's, it's definitely it's yeah. definitely not for everybody. But, you know, for me, I, I'm pretty confident in it in, in in the, you know, fairly short amount of time that I've been doing it. Like I'm doing stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And it's, I've seen it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, your, your content's incredible and, and your presence is great and you know yeah and, I, and, I, and I'm yeah and I'm super lucky that this is what I get to do like yeah. like I said it's it's like it, it was almost made for me well and I think in the world that we live in now post covid especially uh, you know prior to covid it's like we lived in this world where in the industry that you now work in, mm -hmm. right? Like everyone's a suit and tie and everyone's very like stuffy. Yeah. And post COVID, I feel like across the board, everything is Everybody's mellowed out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's much more comfortable. Polos and button downs for me. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. not wearing a tie. I'll put on a jacket every once in a while and maybe pants. You know, I'll put on pants. I have not. <laughs> Especially in public. Well, but, I mean, I mean, you, you mean long pants, you. not pants of any type, right? Well, you know. I mean, if he's not like <laughs> I mean, working from home, you know, yeah. I mean, when I'm working from home, yeah, dude. I, this year, you know, I'll, I'll put them back. Just so you know, if you're ever on a Zoom. <laughs> you, you don't know. We, we all know that. Wearing. I mean, there, it's, whoever you're zooming with, I mean, there's a 50 percent chance that person is not wearing pants. Yeah, like, we mean, all know that. You know, it's true. We all know it's that. True. You don't have to leave the house. You know, <laughs> wear pants. I have not put on a pair of heels since COVID. Started. Dude, the first time so after like 2020, when we were like, you know, be able able to go out and do stuff again, when I put on a pair of jeans, mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, why did I ever wear these? It was so they were just felt so stiff and awful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of used to it again now. But yeah, yeah, if I don't yeah, if I don't have to wear pants, man, no way. Oh, yeah. Oh, chance. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like you're just so approachable and real. Yeah. And that's what people want now. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one that's probably one of the positive things that came out of the pandemic 100%. is that people having everybody kind of reevaluated life in general. Big time. And it's Big like, time. what's important to me? Well, there's a lot that's not important to me. Totally, and what I totally. really want and what I really value are people who are real and right. authentic. Especially mm -hmm. in business development. I, I yeah. Feel like, you know, 100%. It's, 
and sales marketing, you know. 100 well, yeah, I want to do business with people who I know are the real deal and who are genuine right. and authentically themselves. I mean, that's always been kind of the old adage is, you know, people yeah. want to, you know, all things being equal, people want to do business with their friends. Yes. All things not being quite equal, people still want to do business with their friends, yes. right? Yeah. And so, and that's why what we do is so important. We're yeah. somebody approachable. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And one thing that I hear, I mean, literally every day somebody tells me, dude, it's so good to, you know, meet somebody new in commercial real estate because all these other folks, like, they won't call me back. I need stuff. People they've done deals with before won't call them back. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, I'll call you back. Like, well, it, like not only I that, will bug the shit out of you until I, until I get, if you call me, I will bother you until I get you back on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and on top of that, Christian, I feel like you're just, I mean, besides being yourself, you are also a memorable person because if I met five people wearing a suit yeah. and I met you, who am I going to remember? <laughs> right. I mean, right. and I mean that in all the best ways possible, yeah. but you know what I'm, what I'm saying is like you have personality and you are so genuine and so warm mm, and it's that. like, there's so many people in real estate that are just, it's so cold and so intimidating. Well, they're, 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 yeah, so, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean it, same can be said for engineering and stuff. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, kind of robotic so, folks out there, yeah. you know, and I don't know how to be like that. Well, and you know what's really interesting, and I, I think we've probably all encountered this, and I, I, it still boggles my mind. I don't understand this. So if you are watching or listening to this, I want feedback on this. Okay, so here's the thing. I've, I've attended many conferences now, many different networking opportunities. And there's always these people that attend these events who clearly have no intention of actually wanting to work with anybody. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, totally. Free food. We're, or, you know, like they're at a conference, which costs thousands of yeah. dollars. Which is not cheap to, to go attend, to. Right? Like, and, and the time to go to it. Yeah. Right. Your salary, the time, sure, yep. the money. Okay, you're at these events. You know for a fact we're aligned, right? Yep. Like we should be working together. Yeah, I know what you guys do. I know no, what I do. I had a conversation. Yeah, right. right. Totally, totally. Like why? Why are you here if you are not intending to work with people? Or even have that conversation? Yeah. Right. Like I don't. Because my, my company sent me here and I've got to be here or whatever right. and. I've got to come back. Yeah, I've got to come back with some stuff to show I did it, but right? I don't care enough to. Stop going through the motions. Totally, totally. Like, and here's the deal. I, too, can be very introverted at times. I understand. And it's hard if to that be is, on all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. like, I mean, yes. Pe peopling is hard. And we could start a support group about that. That could be like a whole topic. That's we another talk about peopling. Podcast. That, that, yeah, that podcast. can be a whole, a whole series peopling right there. Peopling is yeah. hard. Yeah. But, man, when you're, you know, the whole thing point of going to those and like that's the part I love about going to those is meeting these you know different people totally their outlooks on just the industry and what they're working on and just well, them and yeah and just kind of their and, like, story where meeting. they came from and yeah. how how you end up here at this conference man right? yeah yeah like, I, sitting yeah. at a table with I had like a guy from Target International on one side, and I had, you know, an engineer, and I had Macy's, and I mm -hmm. had, and it was so cool. Yeah. And like yeah. listening to all of their stories, and they were such amazing, engaging people. But then, you know, when the whole thing's said and done, actually getting people to, you know, chit chat. Yeah. Like yeah. to actually come back an to earnest it, conversation. an earnest yeah. conversation is so hard. Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's the nature of the beast in general. Um, I think we're lucky that we're personable people. 
Um, but for other people out there, you know, get out there and just, you know, don't be afraid to step up to somebody and, and talk to them, chit chat yeah. with them and then see what's going on in their lives and th their business and uh, see if mm -hmm. you guys can make those connections. Yeah. Right? I mean, one thing, you know, going to, you know, BOMA stuff, you know, locally or, you know, other conferences, you know, stuff that I've been to, like one thing that, you know, that I, that I found as someone who, you know, who, who is, uh, you know, I've, I've done the Myers, I've taken the Myers Briggs test a hundred yeah. times in my life, yeah. and it always comes out like 100% extroverted. Like I don't know how yeah. to, like that's 100, like being around people and doing stuff like this is 100% where I get my energy from. Mm -hmm. Like the year of COVID, just like working alone in the basement, I like I I was so depressed. Like like right. it, the de the dark it was really hard the dark depths that I felt from just not being around people. I mean, my family obviously, but not around like mm -hmm. you know people that I'm working with and doing stuff. Like it, it was awful. It was so so bad. Thank God I had my dog and cat to keep yeah company, seriously right? but but mind. but one thing that i found like going, <laughs> going to those those conferences and stuff is i mean walking in there knowing that the vast majority of the people like more than half for sure are pretty nervous about being there mm -hmm. right yeah, for sure and and you know are looking for somebody to talk to but oh, i don't want to go talk to that person or whatever so if you can just be that person like find somebody that looks like more lost than you right Break or eyes. yeah and just and just yeah. walk just walk up and start talking to generally them. that's what i try to do yeah i try to look for the person that looks the most uncomfortable totally yeah <laughs> like this person looks like relate. they want to crawl under <laughs> yeah. the table right yeah. now yeah be, be a friend and just go just go start talking yeah. to somebody absolutely yeah. Yeah. hey now can i buy a cup of coffee or you know if it's an happy hour thing did what are you what are you drinking man i'm getting another one or whatever yeah. and then boom yep. friends totally 100 yeah. percent. No, yeah those are great points yeah and then yeah. so a couple years ago i went to with, with a client that we had i went to a mining conference it oh. was all about mining in uh in reno nevada it would dude seems like that's where a mining conference would be it was yeah, Virginia yeah. city you know, it was yeah. yeah it was it was a perfect place for it like the people that are in the mining world are hilarious by the way i i, I don't i don't want to like go on record and like <laughs> right. talk about some of the super funny stuff that i saw but um I ended up meeting a dude doing exactly that same thing that, that it was it was well over a year after the conference that the dude called me and said, like, hey, man, I don't know if you remember me, but you met at the conference, we had a cocktail, and I need I need you guys on a project. And we ended up doing a monster project with that guy. That's awesome. Yeah. That's and, I, and I sort of felt bad because at the time when he called, he's telling me his name and stuff, and I was like, I don't remember this dude at all. Like, I don't remember. So I, I looked it's him up. A year, you know? Yeah, it had been more than a year, you know, whatever. So I, as I had him on the phone, I luckily I was standing at my lap, you know, I had my laptop out. So I just pulled up LinkedIn. I'm like, oh yeah, that dude, totally. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, I mean, and that's the best thing about those conferences. I mean, it's it's planting seeds for the future. Totally. I have theories too. Like Riley and I go to these conferences, and you know, and I love watching people. Like I just, I'm such a people person, and I just, I, I'm just so into just people, right? And I just also have this theory, like, it kind of goes back to that thing with like the suits. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like it can be a sea of suits, but how are you going to be memorable? Right. Yeah. So I told Riley that the next conference we go to, I'm not wearing, I'm not, I'm not wearing like heels and the and the whole like yeah. normal what stuff. Are you gonna wear? I, what are you going like, to wear? I'm like are you legit. Buy one of those old Jamiroquai hats from the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> like, go like full, do, like 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 Run DMC tracksuit. Oh yeah. Parachute pants are coming oh, back. Parachute yeah. pants. There you go. I had like a brightly sweet colored, yeah. pair of blue or, or super shiny, like in like the super shiny, like reflective silver ones. There you go. Those would be amazing. Yeah. I bought like the genie ones, some whatever. super amazing glitter yes. sneakers. Oh, okay. dope, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely wearing those. Perfect. I'm really seriously considering getting some like kind of graphic T-shirts that are like some sort of I don't know 
saying on them that's Office like related, you know, yeah, something, something you know, good, you know, yeah, something a like good, a good quippy like engineering saying. Yeah, there you go. and then a blazer. With, with a, dude, I, that's my that's dude, Sweet, that's my jam. Right? Yeah, because here's the deal. Everybody else is going to look the same in there, right. and totally. I want to be the one that where they're like. Well, it's not like you're going to the country club or, or, yeah. or the, you know, the where conference. there's, I mean, there's, there's a, you know, there's no formal dress code. Like, yeah. you know, you need to look nice or whatever, but they're not going to not let you come in if you're not like no. super dressed up or whatever. No, right. I'm, so I'm 100%. There was a guy at the last one. This was so great. Oh my gosh. He, young guy, uh, just finished school um, for some kind of en- engineering. Yeah. He was wearing the most brightly colored plaid suit yes there jacket and pants there you go dope and yeah. i mean you could see this dude from across the room yep and i me. made sure i beelined it straight over to him and just <laughs> straight up my man i need to know you man yeah. brother that suit is so fly <laughs> yeah. like seriously you Rad. are yeah. the raddest dude in the room he was so proud of himself he should have been like, yeah but i mean everyone remembered him Everyone knew who he was. Give me some ideas. At, at the same time, yeah. like if you are super introverted and you do that, you have to be ready for the attention. Because right. yeah, I because I know people that you know that are super. They're, I mean, super smart, obviously, but yeah, so introverted that if they were to do that. Like the amount of attention they would get, oh, they would, would, would they would they would leave. They could they couldn't stay. Yeah. So yeah, so you've got to know that if, you, that if you're gonna you're gonna show out like that, you've you've got to be ready for the attention, oh, yeah. be ready for people to, to talk to you. I'm totally going after this. I'm gonna go get one of those like. Reebok style full full on track suits. Do it. Condoc branded. Dude, know, that would be so dope. That'd yeah. Be awesome, right? That would be so dope. Yeah. That would be so fly. The, yeah. Sweatband or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So next next Boma meeting, dude, I want to see you mob it in there like right, that. We'll see. Please we'll see it. if I can make it uh make it in time. But yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna figure something out like that. That's a good idea, dude. That would that's be so idea. sick. That oh, would be so fantastic. Uh, like that's like like Royal Tenenbaum style almost, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forgot about that movie. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right, you guys. I hate to do it, okay. but I'm I'm up against it. I've got a, a showing here in in a few minutes, and I gotta go pick a dude up, and I do I have to I do have to work. Yeah. So so I gotta go. <laughs> but uh, we do this uh, not every Friday, but most Fridays. Um, so you know, look uh, look for this. It'll be on social media, and everything in the next you know probably by the end of the weekend, first of the week, and. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. Boom. All right, that's it. That's another episode of Christian Radio. Thanks a lot for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, you can find me on the interwebs just about anywhere at, at Christian Heiner and at ChristianHeiner.com. That's spelled K-R-I-S-J-A-N-H-I-N-E-R. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.